Welcome back to episode 7 of Live to Tell the Tale. I'm Pete. And I'm Rob. And unfortunately, there is no guest uh, this week. But we are working yeah. very hard to, you know, get a guest on each week. So mm. hopefully going forward from next week, we'll always have a guest. So you don't have to mm. put up with us uh, for too much longer. Yeah. And I think we'd like to say thank you to Beck for last week. You're amazing. Yeah, Beck, you're really good. We got mm. some. We actually got some feedback. Yeah, yeah. We did. They loved you. They actually said... You should be the host and yeah. we should, you should take over the podcast basically. Yeah. So this is our last one that we'll be presenting after this. It's yeah. going to be just you. Yeah. Sad, sad time. So yeah. this, we have to go out of a bang. Um, so let's oh. make this a good and beat <laughs> and, and not a literal what bang. What kind of bang? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Beck, you are the best apparently, but we are working hard to get on some guests and uh, yeah, mm. hopefully, hopefully they'll be as funny as Beck was. Um, but this week, Pete, I think you should, you know, practice and explain the podcast and you know can you actually make it sound like it's an entertaining yeah. podcast oh, that people want to listen to this time you just wait you okay. just wait basically we're a couple of chefs sharing recipes what the fuck are talking, you talking about, about? Our... is this not no this cooks isn't... come together cooks come together no this oh, is fuck this is live to tell the tale <laughs> oh you're yeah. in the wrong place shit in fact do you know I, i'm not even pete you realize i'm you're rob i'm pete i'm rob <laughs> <laughs> you're pete <laughs> We're live to tell the tale and we are coming together. Hopefully we have some guests with some friends to share stories and life experiences that hopefully bring you joy and are funny. Yeah, ideally funny. Um, mm. And if they're not, we're going to make fun of each other until they're funny. So each week you're going to hear a story from Pete or myself, plus the guests. And also you, the listener, can submit your stories. Mm-hmm. Um, however, this week, like I said, you're going to have to listen to both of our stories and also a Reddit story. So no listener. But <laughs> You sound apologetic. <laughs> we're getting there. I am so sorry if you poor <laughs> listeners out there. Um, but we have a theme. I'm going to resist. I know. So tempting, wasn't it? The theme this week is young and in love. No, again, you're wrong. <laughs> it's just it's just uh, stories from our youths, from our childhoods, uh, or actually, no, not youths, as teenagers. Yeah, teens. Quins. How old were you in yours? 16. I was 16 in mine. And I think the guy in the Reddit story was also 16. No way. Sweet, wow. sweet 16. 16. Nice. Um, and Freaky I believe Friday. you're starting, aren't you? So um, take that sip of beer. Moisten your mouth and get ready to rumble. I'm ready to ramble. Ramble. Oh, why did I not say that? Okay. So, Rob, I want to tell you about a time from my English class when I was, as you know, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. And I've even thought of a name for it. And I'm going to call it My Hero Jesus. <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> as it you know, alludes I... to a lot. You know, my imagination's all over the place now. I can't oh, yeah. imagine what this means. Oh, you just wait our assignment for this class like what we were doing in the whole class was to write about our hero it was like a creative writing exercise choose a hero write about why you like them blah 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 you mm-hmm. know all that stuff and me being the ultimate edge lord that i thought i was still are yeah <laughs> thinking i'm fucking hilarious i thought i would write about jesus <laughs> so insensitive <laughs> i know it's incredibly sensitive so disclaimer i've got nothing against any religion i'm in full support of every religion no matter christianity satanism all of them spaghetti monster whatever <laughs> that one is yeah flying spaghetti monster that's through it, space yeah. that's actually my religion is it mm, yeah i was wondering why you're wearing a colander on your head right now but you know it's part of the religion rob <laughs> <laughs> go on but you, you don't mean to be insensitive you yeah. aren't you're not religious yourself but yeah, yeah, yeah you decided to choose jesus as your hero I did. <laughs> go on. so there i am writing all these all these things down me and the person next to me, we're in fucking like hysterics. And I'm writing yeah. all the ways that I felt like Jesus inspired me. Like 
you know how Jesus turned water into wine? Yep. I was saying like that was an inspiration for when I was putting juice into my water, turning the water into juice or oh, something like, like that. like concentrated juice and it turns a different color. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, and you I thought that feeling, was like wine. I was feeling like Jesus. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. Or maybe when I have to cook a meal for five and it feels like 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, times five by a thousand, you do get 5,000. I can see why you would feel like Jesus and he is your idol. We're basically the same, me and him. Yeah. Water into wine. You do, 5, you do look a little bit like him right now. You got the long do. hair, you yeah. got sort of the beard. All you needed some white robes. I'm going to put that on Instagram. I'll, uh, I'll show you the listeners. Uh, <laughs> Please Peter's do. Jesus. I'll let my hair down for it, especially. <laughs> it's getting towards the end of the class. We've got like 10 minutes left. And the teacher, Mr. Sammons, brilliant name, by the way, says, oh, does anyone want to read out their, you know, their story about who their hero is? And your hand went up instantly. Oh, yeah, God. <laughs> Absolutely no fucking way. I'm, I'm head down like... Please do not pick me. Like, <laughs> I did not realize. This is backfiring yeah, 100%. hard. The thing is, no one puts their hand up. Because of, of course, course. No, no one wants to read. Of course no. they don't. So he just starts randomly pointing at people saying, you, sir, you read your, your hero story. Mm-hmm. A couple people go, I think I'm in the clear. And then we've got time for one more, he says. And he says, oh, Peter, I saw you seem to be having a good time with yours, really laughing. Maybe you want to read yours. God, I hate teachers when they do that. I got called out at uni one time. I was sitting at the back of uni, like laughing um, in a lecture. I was laughing with somebody else. And then uh, the lecturer goes, Rob, are you okay? And I'm like, yes, I'm fine. (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm like, shit, I've been called out. Um, So how were you feeling when you got called out? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, fuck. But I knew at that point I I had two options. Either I, I fess up. Mm -hmm. but that wasn't an option or I just like 100% commit so I say yeah I'd love to read about mine and I stand up and I look around at the class and I say I'm gonna talk about my hero Jesus (laughs) (laughs) everyone else has picked like superheroes no like celebrities scientists writers footballers all that kind of porn stars you you name it yeah Yeah, the standard stuff standard stuff yeah and I say that and everyone like chuckles a little bit thinks I'm not being serious I know I've got to commit. So I, I really seriously read through this whole, you know, like, like 300 words. Deadpan. Yeah, completely deadpan about how, how Jesus is my hero, how he inspired me to be the person I am today. And, you know, I really love him. Like, com- <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, that inspiration didn't go very far aside from the hair. <laughs> Your moral compass, no. <laughs> Um, a whole way through, everyone's just like in fucking hysterics. Like even, themselves. Yeah, even the teacher, even the teacher. And I get through it. I manage not to laugh the whole way through, sit back down, you know, the bell rings, everyone gets up to leave. And then as I'm leaving, Mr. Sammons goes, oh, Peter, would you stay behind for a few minutes? Say a little prayer with me. And I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh shit like Mm -hmm. i've been bamboozled how are you gonna get your way out of this one yeah 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 yeah. how am i gonna come back from this Um, but then i remember of course jesus came back from the dead if he can do that anybody can come back from anything exactly yeah Yeah. if he's coming back from the dead he's literally been killed Mm. and he just Mm -hmm. turns up the next day yeah yeah, lads you know (laughs) (laughs) what's up boys hey pranked you (laughs) yeah what a joker is that too insensitive um obviously we're joking. We don't mean to be so insensitive. Um, so hopefully nobody mm-hmm. takes it too seriously. Yeah. Uh, it's just a joke. So what, so what happens? You're, you're with now Mr. Salmon or whatever his name is. So everyone's left. Right. Is it yeah. Mr. Salmon? Mr. Salmons. Oh. Plural. Multiple Salmons. Multiple Salmons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> we laughed, but he was the best fucking teacher yeah. in the world. He like saved my English Good teachers grade. make 
all the difference. I'm like, shout out to the teachers out there. So you're, you're sitting there with him. And why, well, did he, why did he want you to stay behind? Well, that's it. Yeah. So he sits down. I sit down in front of him. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to call me out. Say, you can't do that, Peter. That's horrible. And he goes, Peter, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> sorry? I didn't, I didn't realize you were so religious. <laughs> so religious. Not just like, just a little bit religious. Not like agnostic. Yeah. Full-blown well, obviously, Christian. Because I've just done a fucking speech about my hero, Jesus. And he's, and I did it so you... deadpan. I'm really proud of myself. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know you're smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not religious at all. I wish I was, but I'm not. And just was like, oh, I'm so, so sorry about that. I didn't realize you were so religious. This, is, so what he's sorry, saying, everyone. this is what he's saying to you. This is what he's saying to me. I'm so sorry that everyone was laughing at you. You know, you know, if you don't want to talk about it further in the future, it's fine. I just want to know that, you know, I, I accept you. It's fine how you are. And I just have to sit there and go, mm, yeah, you know, it, it can be really difficult I love how he's saying he's accepting of your religion when religion's a very normal thing. Mm-hmm. You know, say say, say you wanted to change your gender. I went to a fairly liberal that, school. That would be fairly like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. No, fully accepting. If you want to change your gender, go ahead for it. But mm-hmm. religion, you don't need to someone else to accept you and you yeah know, right? announce their acceptance of you like <laughs> as if it's a, a like a slightly strange thing that you're doing no you're just you're just you pretending free- to be religion it's so brave of you to come out as christian <laughs> yeah that's what he's literally saying right now isn't it classic mr salmon's salmon's i just had to take it seriously though i didn't i didn't want to hurt his feelings because he'd sort of poured his heart out to me so i was like oh thank you know thank you mr salmon's you've you've given me the strength to go out there and <laughs> Praise Christ. You actually became a uh, Jehovah's Witness after that conversation, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I had a, the, another half year of classes with him and I had to keep this ruse up. What? Started playing a cross. Occasionally, I'd do a sermon at the end of the class. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he went to my baptism. Was, <laughs> I really committed. <laughs> Some serious commitment, that is. I mean, well played. Well played to you. Yeah, I think I've played it off pretty well. Mr. Sammons, he pours his heart out to you, mm-hmm. gives you this nice speech, accepting you for who you are mm. which nobody accepts pete for who he is usually so um this is this is quite nice it's really nice it was the most acceptance i've ever received and even from like more so than your parents um <laughs> <laughs> so you then you walk out of the class presumably just sort of like laughing to yourself like how yeah have okay. i got away with this <laughs> well i wait till i'm out of the class and around the corner and then i just like burst into laughter i like, guess that's how right. have i pulled this off amazing and the i guess that's rooms. the end right that's yeah that's of... it that's pretty much it well mm. like religious stories they have morals mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you have no morals but does his story have a moral <laughs> <laughs> um moral of the story i guess um don't make a joke about something you can't commit to because otherwise you might be stuck in that situation for months and months like i was yeah how did you get out of it by just leaving the school after it ends i did yeah literally <laughs> till the end of school actually mr sam has got fired so uh Dodge that bullet. You got fired? Yeah. For what? Lost a bunch of exam papers. As in like filled in... Completed exam papers. Students had filled in their answers. Yeah. He's going to hand them to, I don't know, the exam board. Yeah. Someone loses them. How does he lose them? Where does he lose them? It's like he knows all of his students are about to fail. He's like, oh, I don't know where the exam papers have gone. (laughs) It's like, oh, sorry, my dog ate my homework. But he was like, oh, sorry, my dog ate the exam papers, you know. I... (laughs) You know, all these students that were getting D's. No wonder you said at the beginning he took you from a D to an A because he fucking lost your papers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a genius. Bump up the grades. <laughs> uh, but he was actually amazing. I want to say that I, I, I love you, Mr. Simmons, and I'm sorry that you were fired. Give I hope you don't get doxxed from this. Give him a kiss. Give him a kiss. Nice. To be fair, that's what I forgot to say. There was no kiss from you last week. So oh, yeah. Just do a couple more. Just a couple more. A few, a few extras. Uh, maybe I'll just, you know, when I feel like the time is right, I'll just slip them in. Okay. 
I've already oh, the time's right for me to do one. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That was good. Inspired me. Good. You re- you touched the mic. Accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that extra HD kiss, that, that ASMR. Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you, Pete. No, thank you. Thank you. I hope Pete. you learned a lot. Okay, Rob, over to you. Over to me. So, again, this story, like you, was when I was around about 16. So, it was nice. way back in 2010. And it was approaching mm-hmm. the Christmas holidays. Mm-hmm. But I had no job mm. and also no money for any presents. So I, I figure I might as well go on a little sort of job hunting exercise. And I'm pretty excited for my first ever job that wasn't a paper round. You know how shit paper rounds are. You get, literally <laughs> yeah. get paid like two pounds per hour. You're literally, yeah, yeah. I was going to say slave labor. Again, insensitive. But, you know, you get paid. I mean, so we haven't got that far. I actually did get two paid two pounds an hour. Did you? Mm-hmm. I'm 100%. Pretty, yeah, I'm mm. pretty sure same. Mm. Peanuts. Yeah, right. Peanuts. Um, well, to I, us, I, I like but, how valiant that is of you, Rob, though, that you were going to get a job just so you could buy Christmas presents for your family. I was no, it was for myself, so I can get myself a few gifts. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was for my family. And um, so yeah, I was like, okay, let's go, let's go job hunting. And I, mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure how you apply for jobs as a sixteen year old. So yeah, yeah. Uh, instead of looking online, I think as a sixteen year old, most people just sort of uh, ha- uh, like print out their CVs, make and move their airplanes, and just chuck them out the window. Yeah, I just hopefully hope somebody, hopefully someone picks them up. Yeah. But instead of sort of searching online, um, I went on an epic quest slash sort of like an, an adventure with my printed TVs in hand and then went to every shop possible, asked politely to speak to the manager and then gave them a copy, hoping they're going to call me back. A few long days of waiting nervously, I finally received a call from the manager of Matalan. Wow. What, it wasn't, what, is, what is Matalan, Rob? Um, well, Matalan wasn't my first choice, but it was a retail clothing store, usually for like quite cheaper clothes. And it's like a huge store. Uh, they're probably the clothes are made in China by mm. uh, like sort of five-year-old children, um, but affordable wow. at least. So for us, us people here, we're loving it. Um, <laughs> wow, Rob, just that, that was, throwing that was the Chinese man. kids under and, the bus uh, there. Yeah. The interview went pretty smooth. I mean, the, the, the competition wasn't very stiff. My brother was actually someone else applying. We both got jobs. Um, I thought you were going to say my brother actually was very stiff. <laughs> <laughs> and we both got jobs. His was just a hand job. Um, so far everything <laughs> so far <laughs> yeah so far everything is going to plan mm-hmm. i'll get paid weekly can afford all the presents for the fam i'm pretty happy yeah this is sounding pretty smooth so far i can't see how this could possibly go wrong and the end of the story is i bought presents for my family they were happy wow that's, that's nice yeah. that's really nice thank you for listening Good. thank um, you guys <laughs> no How, however this is a job i now wish i never took the embarrassment that is about to ensue has lived with me to this day mm-hmm. and it actually feels quite refreshing sort of speaking about it and sort of getting this getting this burden off me how like long a, have you been carrying this with you rob 10 years 10 years wow and you have never told a single soul not a single soul wow oh, i haven't told anyone for a few years now mm-hmm. so bear with me my, my memory is going to be a bit hazy my memory isn't good at the best of times let alone uh, from a story for 10 years ago um anyway it was a normal day uh at the office well, mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. store and it was all going smoothly that was until my stomach started to to rumble oh, yeah. and not of hunger but oh. with sort of a, a nauseous rumble a rumble pete oh. that you are very familiar with oh yeah almost like a gurgle you know yeah. what's happening you, yeah, you know you can yeah. kind of see what's coming next so i'm panicking but there's one hour to go of work and i'm like well maybe maybe i can hold on 
and not throw up. So towards the end of the shift, I just keep going to the bathroom thinking about to throw up and nothing comes out. I'm in the Massillon bathrooms, like head and toilet. God, it's a reoccurring theme for me, isn't it? Um, so I'm about to throw up. Oh, I feel like I'm going to throw up, but nothing's coming out. So um, Yeah, you're sick a lot, bro. <laughs> fucking hell. Were you um, pissed? No. <laughs> it's, it's the end of the day and the store's kind of locked. No customers are about, because mm. especially when it's Christmas time, there's a lot of tidying up to do. Yeah. So yeah. the doors are, doors are locked and it has those sort of like grated vents that kind of come down from the ceiling from the, the top of the door and they go... Oh, dramatic. Like, yeah. yeah. Really fucking slowly. Mm. Like, oh my God. So... um. Yeah, we're having our, our sort of uh, end of day debrief, and uh, yep, we're by the doors, and the debrief's over. And I'm like, thank God, because I am on the verge of throwing up in Matalan. <laughs> and um, so I'm like, okay, fine, okay, I can see the doors. The shutters are sort of coming up. They're about to, they, they, they're going up so we can go out the door. Uh, it's like a reverse Indiana Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of like um, trying to slide through the door and then mm. catching my hat, I was sort of waiting for the door to go up. Yeah. And so um, dive through. it felt like a fucking lifetime. <laughs> 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 These doors couldn't have gone slower. I swear the manager was like doing on off on the bus, <laughs> like ding, do, do, do. Like the doors going up and down. Like, <laughs> yeah, I swear the manager was trolling me. People love the slow rising door. It's like dramatic. Ominous. Effect. Yeah. It, yeah. And yeah. it was dramatic because um, I realized at that point, I am going to throw up. I get to the point that I'm going to throw up. So there's two options, right? <laughs> I mean, there's also oh, you actually were going to be two. There's point. two realistic options. Mm. One is to wait for the door to rise up slowly, yep. or or actually the three options: mm. wait for the door to rise up slowly, mm-hmm. walk out, throw up in the sort of car park. Yeah. yeah. Um, second option is maybe like the halfway up, crawl under, or like stick my head out, <laughs> the, stick my head out the door and throw up. Thirdly, how long had you been working there at this point as well? <sighs> two weeks. Quite new. Yeah, so you, don't, ho- really, you whole, don't really know people enough to dive your head the whole, under the, the door. The whole team was new, but throw up. Oh, yeah, okay. exactly. Which made, kind of made it even worse. Um, yeah, 100%. So, I mean, they all bonded over this experience, and I'm like an outcaster from <laughs> they this. They did, yeah. yeah I'm just making fun of you. I mean, I'll, I'll come on to that in a second, oh, really? oh, trust wow. me. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, mortifying. Um, so I'm like, the third option is run to the bathroom. Yeah. And that yeah. seemed like the best option. And the bathroom's probably about a 30-second walk away. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 second jog and i was like second sprint so now so now i've chosen uh this is like a a choice tree or whatever you call them Mm -hmm. now i've chosen to go to the bathroom there's two options again men's walk walk there 30 seconds yeah or run there but you know running is gonna sort of you know churn everything up in my stomach yeah that's what i go for like a little in between a little in between Mm -hmm. you know when you're running for the bus but you're not really running you're sort of like you don't want to look like you're running but you, you are like you're walking, but you're like doing that waddle thing, right? Exactly. So I'm mm-hmm. doing the waddle thing. And that waddling is honestly unsettling my stomach even mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. So as I get to the bathroom or the entrance to the bathroom, it was the disabled toilet. Yeah. So it's like one of these big ones, just standalone toilets. And as I, I can see the door, the door's open. But as I'm about to enter that door, I just fucking unleash on the wall <laughs> in front of me. Like, honestly, out of the corner of my eye. Wait, so you didn't make did, it into the I bathroom? I didn't make it into the bathroom. No. I didn't even make it into the bathroom. I'll draw a little diagram of the geography of the situation. Yeah, please do. I was throwing up on the sort of external wall of the bathroom, but in the corner of my eye, I could see the toilets. So I <laughs> came so close, yet so fucking far away and in front of everybody. Everybody no, saw because saw here's you. the debrief and just down sort of to the left of the debrief, just straight ahead to the bathroom. So there's no corner to go around to hide. It's I'm in full sight of everybody and this is shameful. And um that is the worst. That is, I think that's some people's worst nightmare. It gets that. That was pretty embarrassing, and it gets a little bit 
worse, to be honest. And this is a, a very nice question. What kind of sick was it? Was it? It was kind of like the norovirus, you know, so when you have a virus. I think that I think it was actually called the norovirus, and it. Oh, it really? You literally. Wow. It means whatever you put in your stomach will come out. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I drank a lot of water that day because feeling sick, I'm like, okay, just water, mm-hmm. water, water. Yeah, yeah. So this was like liquid spray, mm-hmm. honestly. You know when you put your finger in the end of a hose mm-hmm. and it sort of sprays at all directions? <laughs> well, that was like coming out my mouth, to be honest. Um, <laughs> was that too graphic? <laughs> no, very descript. Yeah, I really want to paint. I think uh, everyone's going to know exactly what it looked like. I want to, you know, really paint the scene because mm-hmm. I, I painted the wall uh, in sick. I imagine it being more like one of the, like a, like a lawn sprinkler. You know when it like sort of, fires in like a river like tuff, 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 yeah yeah because all the chunks coming out as well would yeah. break up the it, it, would, it wasn't that chunky but um but this leading into unfortunately the, the, the cherry on top was right mm-hmm. um after i threw up yeah I, I had to either walk two miles home uh i had to walk like two miles home <laughs> in, in the freezing cold in christmas and i was like just throwing up but luckily this really nice girl uh who was quite new there as well offered to to drive me and i'm like I'm oh, sorry for you. You're so, thinking that's your in. That's my in. I'm in. Ooh, it's gonna have a happy ending to this story. <laughs> of course not. That was the last thing on my mind. I was thinking, um, forty, sixteen-year-old. I was thinking, I don't want to go in her car in case I throw up in her car as well. Mm. Um, luckily, I did take the opportunity of a lift. She drove me home. A very kind of her. So thank you if you're out there. I think her name was. I'm gonna say Emma. I'm not actually sure, but Emma, if you're listening, thank you. Uh, I, I called in sick the next day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Barrett, they, Barrett. I'm sure they didn't mind. Oh yeah, of course, because I threw up on the wall and the manager had to clear it. He didn't even make me clear it. Um, he had to clear it. Oh um, no! As as also as I also threw up and basically timed it as the uh, the front gate uh, got all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. I threw up at the same time, so everyone's like walking it out, or like the manager's like, "Yes, finally get to go home." Yeah. But no, he has to stay back here on my sick. Anyway, so I call in the next the day. Worst, I know. I call in the next day sick and don't go to work. But then, like the following week, I felt fine, so I go in, <laughs> and then I'm in. We're having the morning, the morning brief as as sort of the customers are coming yeah. in. The stores opening, but the customers can't buy anything for an hour. So the customers are just browsing for an awfully Is long that time. A thing? Really, they yeah, can walk around for an hour. I think it's like so Sunday opening times. You can open, but you can't buy until what? like a certain time. And people actually came in an hour before, maybe half an hour to before, browse, whatever. Well. We're doing our we're doing our debrief. Yeah. And everybody's talking about me throwing up. And I'm like, guys, I'm right here. I can hear you talking about me throwing up. Do you want to make a... <laughs> yeah, I was like, do you want to make a fucking Tano announcement and let all the customers know? Do you want to go over to Argos and tell them in that store as well? I mean, like, guys, come on. I'm literally here. I can hear what you're saying about me throwing up. Oh, and uh, it was very, very awkward. But they all bonded over that. They were like best of friends. And I was yeah, like some sort of social it. outcast. So um, <laughs> after the Christmas, they offered me to stay on permanently. I think I said no. I was like, no, I'm... Uh, never show my face no, again. There's no Christmas festivities that can make me <laughs> ever forget this uh, moment. And also the music in Masterland. Sorry, Masterland. Oh, your game they had christmas music but it was like free songs i feel like they yeah, bought the I license bet. to free songs and music license and expensive yeah i've only just recovered to listen to that mm-hmm. music to be honest mm-hmm. i really hate christmas music now because of matalan but i mean that's that's the end of the story they they all laughed at me and now hopefully more people can laugh at me now um <laughs> yeah. even more so you realize you're just gonna reiterate what happened in matalan exactly everyone's gonna bond over this in fact, yeah. i'm gonna tell all our friends and we're gonna bond over it and then well, exclude you so yeah, well, hopefully the whole world can bond over this. Hopefully yeah. this really brings peace and prosperity. Thank you, Matalan. <laughs> I, mean, I think this might be what brings world peace, actually. <laughs> Finally. World peace <laughs> to every sick. country. Yeah. And then we can start working on all of the other societal issues, but let's not get into those now. No. no. Really, really shouldn't, because we'll be here for ever. Um, but that is the end of the story. I'm not, I really don't know if there's a moral 
Moral of the story is don't work in Massillon. Don't be sick. Well, that concludes my story. And I think we should just swiftly move on. That's good. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I mean, let's not linger or ask questions or make any more jokes about the situation. Let's just uh, sw- swiftly take a little detour to the listener submitted well, section before we do listen I, I think there's a good nope there is a good nope. moral <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> moving on no, go, okay go on go on now being 16 is really awkward being 16 is awkward it's not really a moral it's more just like um it's got to knuckle down and take yeah, it yeah sort of thing you know sort of life lessons mm. from 16 yeah, yeah yeah because sometimes you make mistakes but you learn from those mistakes yeah mm. I, i'm not sure what i did was a mistake. All of it was a mistake. No, Working well, in Maslan was a mistake. It was a mistake. It was a um, mistake. Shouldn't have been sick. I told you. But but the the listener submitted story, the Reddit story, is yeah. also um, this this sixteen year old uh, okay. experiencing yeah. probably the most awkward moment ever. Like if you think our stories were awkward, Pete, just you wait. Oh yeah. This one really takes the cake. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you want a toilet break first? Um, is I, that an invitation? Yeah, it was more me saying I want, I need one. So let's quick pause. We'll come back, mm-hmm. have an interlude of the music, come back, and then continue the story. So be right back. Quick pause was the name of my uh, cat. We we have the the Reddit story ready, mm-hmm. and we're not going to tell you guys the title. Um, but it's quite a long one. So what we decided instead of reading line by line, we're going to read paragraph by paragraph, starting with you, Pete. Oh, thank you. So when when you are are ready, I'm ready. So there's a little forewarning. This is basically going to be a horny teenager story. The best kind of story, mm. right? Is that a bit weird? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Actually, yeah. That ship sailed. <laughs> that is not the weirdest thing you said today. <laughs> About two years ago, after my physical exam, my doctor... That's fine. Doctor. Maybe, maybe just do that one and then I'll do that one. Don't doubt me, Rob. <laughs> Once I'm through the first sentence, sorry, I'm going to be fine. Sorry, yeah, yeah. About two years ago, after my physical exam, my doctor recommended that I go get an ultrasound on my testicles because he felt he, <laughs> because he felt a mass. <laughs> wow. I went to go get the ultrasound and it was a young male doctor and everything was fine. So I thought I knew what to expect. Yeah, sounds good so far. My parents switched insurance and now I have a different doctor. Oh. A few days ago, I went for a physical and my doctor again recommended that I go for an ultrasound. How many physicals is this kid doing? I know. I don't think that's an unusual amount of physicals. I think it's for a, a, it must child. be America because like, we don't do this in England, do we? I've never had a physical. No. What I, is only, a physical? Only from me. but um... <laughs> <laughs> We don't call them physicals. We call them <laughs> anal. Fuck. <laughs> anal fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the next day, I went to get my ultrasound and to my surprise, a young female doctor probably resident since she looked 27 to 30 years old, called my name. She introduced herself and then said, we're a bit short-staffed, so I will be doing the ultrasound today. Mm. I mean, I added that. God, that is like an intro to a porno, if I've yeah, ever, heard, if I've ever heard. Yeah. What? Dear Penthouse Forum. I've never heard of this in my life. Heard? Penthouse Forum is a um, section in some kind of like porn mag, and people would write in their erotic stories. And how do you know this? Uh, Back to the story. Back to the story. (laughs) (laughs) My heart started racing and I was confused because I expected a male doctor. Wow, sexist. Since it was a checkup for my balls and didn't really want to show another female my parts. Honestly, I would have been fine with an older female doctor. But the issue with her was that she was very, very, very attractive. Uh Uh-huh. Nice. 
She was wearing a mask, but she had a great face and eyes, small boobs, a slim waist, and a fat with a PH ass. This is a bit too descriptive. Yeah, maybe. Right? Ever heard of men writing women? Ages. So okay. Let him, give, him give him the benefit of the doubt. It's a bit objectifying, but he is a he is a horny sixteen-year-old trying mm. to describe the whole situation and why uh, why it might have been a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah, I can understand. I think if I was a teenager and there was a hot doctor gonna yeah. touch my balls, like if there was like a six-year-old, wouldn't be bothered. But a hot doctor no. touching my balls, mm. but a hot sixty-year-old, then we're in a whole world of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly ejaculate. Now I'm a virgin male teenager with helicopter parents. And ever since coronavirus, I don't get much privacy and probably haven't jacked off in three weeks. Also, this is actually recent. Yeah. Now you kind of get the idea of where this is going. So before I get into the next paragraph, I just want to mention, even if you've got helicopter parents, I'm pretty sure you can jack off at least once in three weeks. You've got the mm. shower. And you've they're got, not you know, parents that ride helicopters. Right? No, the helicopter parents isn't like they hover over you. Like, you know, they will never leave you alone. You're getting like hardly any ah, okay. personal yeah. space, private time. Mm not literally their helicopter parents <laughs> wait are they parents of helicopters that's what i'm wondering oh he hasn't specified well anyway we get into the room and she hands me a towel and instructs me how to use a towel to fold my penis up <laughs> the way she enunciated penis made my heart race and my head pound head of what uh she leaves <laughs> the room to let me undress and i use the bathroom and i see that i have a half a chub i undress lay down on the table and probably went through five iterations of how to fold the towel over my dick to hide my half chub. I'm laying there for a while, probably less than a minute, but it seemed like five minutes, and reach my phone and decide to browse Reddit while I wait. Unfortunately, the second post I scroll to is a highly upvoted post uh, on the Facefuck subreddit. Mm. I don't know what that is. We're I'm gonna a fan. A, we're going to have to... I'm sure you are. <laughs> Only fan. And... I instantly go from half chub to full-blown boner. Fantastic. My mind was racing. How do I get rid of it? I eventually settle Jerk on off. browsing builder builder what the f I eventually settle on browsing build a PC sales. I'm not I'm not sure what that is either. <laughs> to try to calm me down. I'm this assuming it's a range of, of like, interest in this guy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean a plethora of interests. Mm. I'm assuming that's something about PC gaming to to calm himself down. But suddenly, knock knock, I immediately throw my phone to the chair next to me and grab both sides of the towel to pin down my mm. boner. She starts counting like a referee. One. Two, three. <laughs> That's not in the story. I thought it was, and I started reading. I was like, you've gone off script. I looked down and could definitely see a bulge, but think, maybe she'll just think I have a massive flaccid dick. <laughs> the balls on this kid. My mind wanders to porn mode as she sits down next to me, and I start having absolutely ridiculous thoughts like, holy shit, she's going to blow me to help ease my nerves, which does not help with the bonus situation at all. I'm trying to think of the most unhorniest thoughts ever to try and control myself. I mean, you, you've been there. I have been there. I mean, we've all been there. I mean, as in like, yeah. you know, when you, you're going to come a bit too early, you start trying to think of something. I do maths. Do you do maths? Because yeah. like, I can't you're do really maths. Bad at maths. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I last forever. <laughs> I try and think of jokes. <laughs> That's a really good joke, though. <laughs> she starts by putting the gel on the probe and immediately Ooh. gets to it. Upon contact, I think, oh my god, this is this super hot doctor is touching my balls of a probe. 
and my boner is literally pushing under the towel. Pulsing. And my boner is literally pulsing under the towel. I'm looking at her. She's mostly looking at her screen and typing. So I reassure myself that she probably doesn't notice. How long do you reckon it's been? How long do you reckon he's been erect for right now? Oh, a good 10 minutes. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things always last quite a long time. Mm. Mm. Speak uh, for yourself. Doctor's appointments, not erections. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. She's not even looking at me. I'll just hold the towel down and this will be over with. After a bit of probing, she turns to me and says, Now, I need to go up your groin area a bit. So I'm going to fold the towel up and push everything to the side like this. This all happens in slow motion. Oh, God. Yeah. I see her hand slowly reaching for the bottom corner of the towel as she gently pries the towel from my death grip. <laughs> death grip. <laughs> and boing, my fully erect dick springs up and launches the towel off, <laughs> fully exposing me. <laughs> We're like, I wish it like flung the towel off onto her face and yeah. then he runs out. Yeah, <laughs> the ultimate escape. Yeah. How powerful is this boy's erection? I don't want to think about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I honestly don't remember her reaction. I frantically looked at her, looked at my dick, quickly grabbed the towel and wrapped up my dick like a burrito. She took a big old bite. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and for the rest of the examination, I laid there with both my hands holding my erect dick back. Because we still erect even after this traumatic experience. Wow. Mm. This guy... Props. I, mean, props I think to him. Props to the doctor. She's carrying <laughs> on. She clearly knew he was erect from the start. She did. Yeah. I mean, there's no flies in her. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I was holding my erect dick back and let her finish the ultrasound. As I'm writing this, I realize I didn't even apologize to her. I was dead silent for the rest of the time. And then he goes on to say, "Thanks for reading my embarrassing story of the first female doctor. Oh, sorry, no, the first female ever." to see my fully erect dick. On a more serious note, I was wondering if other people who have gotten an ultrasound on their balls have also had a female doctor do the ultrasound. Did you guys talk to the doctor while they were probing your balls? What, like, how was your weekend? Uh, do you do this often? <laughs> or, sort of like I've actually, got, I've actually got a story about this. Same, I, I'll tell you really quickly. After. Yeah, same. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm going to speed read this now just to get to your yeah. story. I'm honestly looking to hear more personal accounts from other people so I know what is normal and what I can expect in the future if I ever have to get my balls checked out mm. again. Too long didn't read. I went to get an ultrasound on my balls and did not expect the doctor to be hot. Couldn't control my raging boner and accidentally exposed myself to her. God. I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm lost for words. Poor fucking guy. But good on the doctor, seriously. Professional. They have to go through a lot. Right, Ryan's got a really good story where um, one time he went for a number two. There was blood in the bowl as well. So he, mm. he went to a doctor. And it's not it was, that unusual though. No, but he, then he went to the doctors. And mm. um, sorry, Ryan, for dropping you in this. Yeah, really um, he went to a female doctor and he was like, yeah, it was actually yeah. quite a hot doctor. And mm. then the, the hot doctor had to put a finger up his bum. Mm. <laughs> was that part of the examination? <laughs> that was just the... That's when they went out for <laughs> drinks later. <laughs> so yeah, right. But Ryan will tell that story in way more detail. What was your yeah, little uh, I'm not, encounter? I have no shame at my... I, I had... Um, well, he, he was asking, like, do you talk to them when they're, you know, touching your dick? I had to have a, without going into detail, uh, a surgery on my penis. And I opted for local anesthetic as opposed to general, meaning I would be awake for it rather oh, than yeah. asleep. And through the whole thing, I was just talking to the doctors about it what? while they were slicing my dick up, basically. Like, come here often? Yeah, come basically, here often. yeah. <laughs> So, 
This isn't your first dick. <laughs> <laughs> How many dicks have you done? <laughs> uh, what was your surgery? I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> I because I know I know I'm trying to throw you under the bus. Try to yeah. Try uh, penis enlargement. It <laughs> <laughs> was a real success. Uh, yeah, now it's two inches flaccid um, <laughs> from half an inch. Very impressive. Uh, what, what surgery? What you can do with surgery nowadays is incredible. I think you can do anything, can't you? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, anyone else had a <laughs> email funny in. dick experience you want to share with us? Please. <laughs> Email us at livetotail at gmail.com. Instagram at livetotail. Twitter at livetotail. And you've already done the email. So that's I did it. the email. So uh, we're done. Yeah. Well, um, this guy didn't say there was more of the story, but I would say um, if he had maybe a few beers before going in, uh, you know, you know, all, you, everybody knows too well when mm. you drink too much, you can't get erect. So if he went in there drunk, mm. I don't know if that's go to the doctor's very drunk. Good <laughs> if you your balls checked out, young teenage boys. What could I say? That's yeah, all also, I have. That's, that's all I have. Um, See if you can do better than that. <laughs> yeah, I'd say when you were in there looking at porn, what was it? Face fuck. But he didn't mean to. You he should just... have jerked one out then and there. You know. Okay. Got so it out of your system. So either jerk one off, mm. one out, or uh, have a few beers. Yeah, I mean both are as shameful as each other. Or. Even better, mm. have a few beers before going and have a wank before going. Oh, both. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we're going all wrong with this. Maybe it was a bit of a penthouse forum situation and he should have let more into that. He, he should have let the bonus bring oh out my and God, said, yeah. maybe you can take Ooh, care of this for me. What a surprise. And then you're like, oh, can you can you give me a hand? Job. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, there good. you go. That's good. Doctor, doctor, I'm feeling rather stiff. Well, well, there we have it. I think that is the end of the podcast. And a hilarious Reddit story, a great story from you, Pete, as well. And thank you, uh, and you too, Rob. Yours was inspirational. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Mm. Um, literally, <laughs> physically, and in every meaning of the word, that was sick. Um, but guys, thank you for listening, Pete. Thank you. You know what to do. So much. And since we missed out last week, this week we get a you extra no, stop <laughs> okay oh. control yourself <laughs> i might just do like a little fade out at that moment <laughs> so we've plugged the socials plugged the email mm-hmm. so i don't know there's there's nothing else to be said except from alvita zen alvita zen parlez-vous danke schön Au revoir. <laughs> i love that <laughs> what was the theme the theme, the, theme. <laughs> the theme of the podcast is being six awkward 16-year-olds.